You're now entering a restricted zone. Welcome to Area 52. What's up? Welcome back uh, once again to the Area 52 podcast. Hey guys. How's everybody doing? Good. You guys all right? I yep. did not believe that answer. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. I'm fine. I'm fine. What's going on? What's going on, guys? Eric was sick for a little bit. Yep. Now, you said you you had the flu, but you were better in two days. I think you had food poisoning. I don't know, because like the, the first day was all, well, the first day was both ends. Uh, oh. Coming out both ends. I just I like just talked poisoning. to the to the um, I just talked about puking with Danny earlier. But yeah, it was both we had a ends. lovely discussion on and, the way over. Uh, it was the second day was like a fever and like a headache. So I don't know. That's why I thought it was the flu because the first day was just the first day was food poisoning stuff, but the second day was like sick stuff, like fever, <laughs> headache. I Sounds move. like it was all pretty sick, sick stuff. stuff. You know, like where you have like a damp cloth, uh, yeah. washcloth over your forehead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the worst part can The worst part was when I ran out of toilet paper. And I was just oh. like, oh, oh, no. See some paper towel. Look, we're not going to move past this. What did you do? Quicker, I, I the, used paper towel. The quicker picker upper? Oh, yeah. Those well, are luckily, rough. I have, I have a bidet, so the paper towel is strictly dr- just drying. Oh, okay. You have a bidet? Yeah. I bought a bidet on Amazon for 35 bucks. This is my plug. Go to Amazon, type in bidet, get the $35 one. It'll I've change your life. I've seen it. It attaches to your toilet. Yeah. I have looked it up, Eric. It's amazing. Yeah. We talked around about this around Christmas time. I remember, and I've I've kind of had my eye on it ever since. <laughs> I didn't know. I would have. We've had a we've yeah. had a couple birth a birthday and anniversary. Yeah, because baby wipes are only ninety eight cents. <laughs> yeah, but this is a one time yeah. thing. Okay. You just plug it in, and it's good to go. All right, welcome back to TMI <laughs> here on Area Fifty Two. Uh, just so you're aware, Eric has a super clean butthole. Um, in case anybody was wondering, mine's Mystery clean solved. too. Come on, well, sh- I, babe, I. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome back to TMI. Huh? <laughs> yeah, okay. Area Fifty Two podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, no, it's been a, it's been a minute. We uh, we did our our two part uh, episode, of, which was on nine uh, eleven, which yes. was episode eleven and twelve. Technically, since it it went over two parts, so this is technically episode thirteen. But it's been a minute because since we recorded two and they kind of dropped separately, we we didn't actually get a chance to record because we recorded that whole thing at one time. Yeah, uh, that was yeah. a stressful Ooh. episode. That was like we, we we were in here for like three Guys, and a half hours alert. talking yeah. about talking nine eleven. That was crazy. Um, it got a little intense. It did get some intense uh, intensities going yeah, on. I was really hungry after that. Episode. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> but you know, I think we made I think we made some good points and. Um, yeah, some interesting stuff um, that's out there, and and then this time we thought, you know, most of the most of the last few times we've done really like information heavy episodes where we took a lot of notes and we needed to get you know critical information included in the conversation so that um, you guys could kind of understand. I mean, because it's we were more so about. like we talk about events that you're aware of, and so we're just trying to prevent you or prevent you. Uh, present you with yeah. a lot of the ideas and facts that would be surrounding events that you already know. Yeah, or or events that you are finding out for uh, for the first time right. or whatever. Um, but it's been a minute since we've done an episode where we've actually got to talk about just kind of our opinions about something. You know, I mean, our opinions get interjected into. We get to chill a little bit um, more. <laughs> I right? do. By the way, before we start, I do want to play you guys a little clip here. It's about a minute and a half long. It's a video that I found. Um, that, was, Conway that was fed to, or that was in my Facebook feed. Uh, but it's interesting because we talked about 
harp and geoengineering and things not too long ago. And uh, this is uh, a comment from CIA director uh, who admits plans for Another geoengineering. The array of technologies often referred to collectively as geoengineering that potentially could help reverse the warming effects of global climate change. One that has gained my personal attention is stratospheric aerosol injection, or SAI. Chemtrails. A method of seeding the stratosphere with particles that can help reflect the sun's heat in much the same way that volcanic eruptions do. An SAI program could limit global temperature increases, reducing some risks associated with higher temperatures and providing the world economy additional time to transition from fossil fuels. This process is also relatively inexpensive. The National Research Council estimates that a fully deployed SAI program would cost about $10 billion yearly. Only. As promising as it may be, moving forward on SAI would also raise a number of challenges for our government and for the international community. On the technical side, greenhouse gas emission reductions would still have to accompany SAI to address other climate change effects, such as ocean acidification, because SAI alone would not remove greenhouse gases from the atmosphere. On the geopolitical side, the technology's potential to alter weather patterns and benefit certain regions of the world at the expense of other regions could trigger sharp opposition by some nations. Others might seize on SAI's benefits and back away from their commitment to carbon dioxide reductions. And as with other breakthrough technologies, global norms and standards are lacking to guide the deployment and implementation of SAI and other geoengineering initiatives. So he's saying that they have this plan, or they've talked about a plan for geoengineering the atmosphere, which most people believe they're already doing. Most people believe that's what uh, these, these chemtrails are. You know, these days where, you know, we filmed it not too long ago, where it was like this beautiful clear day, and then a chemtrail was here, and a chemtrail was there, and before long the sky was full of clouds, and it, got, it, it was considerably cooler. They probably definitely tried it to see if it works. Oh, sure. I mean, it would have to. NASA talks about that, about how, um, in fact, I heard another clip where some lady had called NASA and was asking about it because you can call. It's public information. They talked about how NASA sprays lithium in the upper atmospheres because it helps them understand how weather the patterns disperse and things like that. Like, it, you know, we're not always saying that, that every chemtrail that you see in the sky is poison that's trying to kill you, but... To say that there's not chemtrails, to say that there's not, uh, you know, um, something being sprayed in the sky is, by all intents and, and, and accounts, a lie. You know, there are things out there that are spraying chemicals for whatever the purpose up in the sky. So, and this is somebody who's saying this is now a thing. So, you know, who knows? Maybe, uh, Maybe it's been going on for a long time, and they're just testing the public to see, like, hey, what if we did this? Oh, I assume it's probably, it's, I think everything they do probably goes on for a long time before they actually come out and say it. Right. Well, it's, it's interesting nonetheless. It's something we talked about in the past, and it's something that now seems to be a little more confirmed. So uh, it's pretty interesting. And stuff like that, you know, some of the things we've talked about have been able to be confirmed. They are things that, that, you know, there's a paper trail. Or there's, uh, you know, evidence um, of it, uh, you know, existing in, in technology and things like that. Um, but there's other things that are out there in the un world of the unexplained that are a little harder for us to definitely and, and accurately lock down proof. And that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today. 
Um, we wanted to dedicate our 13th episode, our special 13th episode, to the world. <laughs> All right. That was very Disney. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. To the world of the paranormal, ghosts, spirits, energies, uh, apparitions, whatever you want to call them. But that's what we wanted to talk about today. So, uh, as always, Danny. Right Eric, over here. Uh, but we also have another guest sitting in today who's going to chime in. Um, and that is my partner on um, one of my, on, on the project I do, the ghost hunting project I do along with Danny, uh, ghost hopping, Ben. Hello. Hey, Ben. How are you, buddy? I'm good. Um, now, Ben, uh, if for those of you guys that don't know, uh, there's a show that uh, we make. It's on YouTube. It's called Ghost Hopping. Um, the idea for the show was is that uh, I'm on the road as a comic, and most places I go uh, end up having some sort of story. Most places out there have a story. Uh, most theaters, most clubs or bars or colleges, they're all haunted in some way. So what we decided to do was make a show that kind of follows me around as I do comedy, and we find places to ghost hunt uh, in and around where I'm performing. Danny's done a couple episodes with us. We've done um, a couple where we've we we did like the first one uh, with Guy uh, Seidel, who's on the other podcast I do, the Dirt Pod, and um, it's been it's been a really interesting show. But what we wanted to do today was kind of talk about the world of the paranormal, talk about experiences we've had, talk about what we think uh, spirits are. Let's kind of go around before we before we jump off into the topic and talk about. Let's just kind of give a everybody kind of give their stance on what they believe and where we're starting at. Danny, what's your take on ghosts? Just, just the, the um, short, the short and simple. And one thing I wanted to clear up real quick sometimes is I know that a lot of the time we we tag me as Marty online. I was thinking the same thing. And, what the fuck? But, I don't know. Stop! I was gonna say the same thing. Um, but uh, and you know, and, and we refer to myself as Danny, or or yeah. you know, that's because my real name is Danielle, but Marty is my wrestling name. So, and that's really where my social media is the most um, active, yeah. and where I'm the most present online. So that's kind of where I tag things and post things and things like that. But my real name is Danielle, so that's why when. You're probably like, I'm not really sure if they're talking about Marty yeah, or Danny. Yeah, yeah it's the yeah. same person. It's yeah, because 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 your, your name is Danielle Martino. Martino. Yes, but your wrestling name, we, we just kind of took that and flipped it. Yes, Marty Daniels. Marty Daniels. Yeah, it's like you know Brian Danielson. Right. Daniel it's like Brian. when it's like that when guy thing. calls me Marcus and it's weird because I'm not or anybody or, or Eric or anybody. Yeah, it's, yeah, gross. it's Mark. Yeah, <laughs> outside no. of that. But no, I get it. so. But yeah, yeah, so, so I just wanted Danny, to clear Marty, that up. Marty, yeah. Danny. Yeah, or or Danielle, whatever. Marty, one. Danny, it, Danielle. It doesn't matter. What do you believe? What, what's your basic, uh, you know, elevator um, speech I, for ghosts? What do you believe? As far as my eyeballs are concerned, they exist. Yeah, you've seen something. I ha- I have. Um, and let's let's we'll come back to that. I want yeah, you to tell that that's, story. That's, if that's it. Okay. That's really it. Um, you believe. I believe. I now I don't believe that everything is a ghost. I right. think that there are times that things just happen. There's coincidence, but um, but you believe yes. they exist. Yep, you I believe do. in that. Yep, Eric. Uh, I actually I believe too. I uh, I think just like there are you know good people and bad people and mean people and goofy people. I think that you know when you die that spirit or whatever you want to call it remains it's still around you know and that's why i think you run into different things but yeah i i totally believe in ghosts i've never seen one i mean i've had like experiences we're going to get to the stories later i've never seen anything but i believe in all that stuff ben i uh i started out pretty skeptical but i've seen quite a few things that really make you raise your eyebrows yeah yeah it really you know 
I've, I've, I actually do believe now, but I, I was originally very skeptical. So I kind of came over to the other you side. were behind the you're behind the camera a lot, yeah. Ben. So you get to see and and hear with the headphones and the and the Seems. camera a lot of things that other people are that are in the environment yeah. don't get to see. And you know th- that's the one thing that I like about I think um, one of the reasons why uh, this dynamic of Ben and you and I and work and and Eric's uh, been on a couple ghost hunts with us um, that we've done. Yeah, that, uh, that one time we went, that lady was frustrating me. Yeah, I'm not we, we, lie. Went, we went to a few places that, <laughs> that were... That lady was frustrating me. But I've, we, we've never taken you on a real kind of intense overnight, no. hours long investigation where we have all the cameras. Um, but I think one of the best things that work, and, and, and I'll, I'll include you since you've been on these hunts with us before, um, that it kind of works in all of us because we all start from kind of the basis of a skeptic. I mean, that's all of us are kind of like, if somebody comes up to me and goes, Oh my God, my house is so haunted. I'm not like, Oh, do whoa. I right. we always go. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The air conditioner came on. Exactly. Yeah, it's just so many little things. Oh, I found an orb. Well, eh. uh, dust particles. Right. Yeah. So we always try. And I, I hate the word debunk because I think, well, I don't hate it, but I feel like that's kind of, <laughs> It's kind of Ghost Adventures word. They have their big the debunked stamped. But it's, <laughs> uh, to, to kind of always find the, the rational explanation first. You know, and I think that's, the, that's a good place to start with any of this. To never become such a fanatic that every, con- every conspiracy theory is true. Every monster exists. Everything exists. Um, it's kind of nice to be able to start from a skeptical it, place. Yeah, walk that line of, of remaining a little bit skeptical and just not believing everything that comes your way. Right. Because I think that's when you can find... Truth is within a lot of yeah. the BS, and you know I think that's one of the problems that so many people have not, and we've 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 discussed this before, but I think that's one of the the main problems that people have with not believing in something is that, and we talked about this with Bigfoot, is that when you put magic on something, then you are drawing a line between I either believe in magic or I believe in evolution, evolution, right? Like, well. Bigfoot doesn't have to be a magical beast. It could just be an undiscovered species. It doesn't have to be a magical thing because we said it is. And, and that's kind of the way I, and I, I, I've, you know, I think a lot of us kind of share a similar belief, but the, in the sense that you don't have to, be, I, I take the religion out of ghosts. That's just my personal thing. I don't necessarily apply the ideas of God and hell and Jesus and all of this to ghosts because I think it's more easily understood as energy. You know, even if you don't believe in ghosts and we've, we've, talked about this before you can believe in energy you know uh if you've gone to a concert or a baseball game or if you've been around people you get vibes off people you know that humans get off give off energy and i think that personally is what's left behind and like you said just like there's nice people and there's dicks and even within our own selves we're capable of both of those extremes so is whatever this intelligent energy is it's not my job to define it but you know, it's not like, oh, something's mad, so it's automatically a demon. No, it might just be energy that's mad, you know? It's, yeah. it, it's like if you, if, you know, if Danny, Danny, if we're arguing, you know, even if we're not arguing and there's like tension, we're kind of pissed at each other, our dog knows. Because you yeah. give off that vibe. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I'm saying like, if if you're yeah. in some place and you feel something that's angry or sad or, or you know, intensely it's negative. It's like that old, that old thing that people say all the time. The tension was so thick in the room you, you could, could cut, cut it with it a with, knife. Right. And I mean, it's like that thing. It's it's so, it's tangible. It's malleable. It's there. It's, it's like there. you feel it. Right. Affecting your own energy. So energy exists. We know that. We know it can't be destroyed. And then that's kind of how it manifests. When you go out on these hunts, they kind of manifest as things that 
are energetic. You know, the energy of the inertia it would take to move something or to uh, manifest as a, excuse me, as a ball of light or uh, to when it touches you, it kind of feels almost like you're walking through like chills or something. I mean, your it, arms it, asleep, right? Or like that part of your body goes to sleep. Yeah. The needles filling kind of. Exactly. So it's, it's kind of an interesting way to look at it. If you kind of just go, okay, well, this is energy. It makes more sense. If the energy of, you know, a, a battle or a crime or a murder or the energy of life or the energy of happiness, it doesn't always have to be sad. Uh, can, can, I guess, I don't know, ripple in a sense, reverberate in time. We don't understand how time and space works. Fragment off yeah. into that. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really fascinating. Um, I don't know. People think that sometimes, uh, inanimate objects can hold onto energy, you know, like rocks or brick of the building right. or those kinds of things. And be like a record for is that it, I guess. Stone, is that called the stone tape theory? Is that what I, I've heard I, Baggins use that term I, before I on don't Ghost know. Adventures. I didn't know it had an actual uh, name that was applied that, to that it. I just... Porous rock or whatever can, can mm-hmm. absorb the energy of the things. I mean, I think that that could be said about anything, though. The air, the sky, the things like that. And yeah. we'll talk about a few experiences. I, it's, hard to, it's really hard to um, find it. I think of all, the, all of the things, all of the experiences we've ever had... Um, I think you've said you've never seen anything yourself. Me and uh, Ben have seen, seen seen things, but of all of us here, and I, I don't I, I don't know if you're fine to talk about this, but your experience that you had, uh, you saw a full body apparition, detailed from a few feet away. I mean, you mm-hmm. you saw this. Do I you did. feel comfortable telling this story? I do. I, please, I do. Please, I'd love to, for you to tell the um, story. I will preface it by saying that it is a personal story in the sense that it was a personal friend of the family, and so I will. I'm leave the names it's a, out. Maybe it's such a fascinating story because it means a lot to me within my own life and growing in knowledge of the whole idea of this paranormal spectrum. But I. I, I so I like to give it a little bit of details, but I, I'll do the best I can to kind of keep it vague out yeah, of respect. You don't have to say any names yeah, or anything. If, sure. Of course not. But I mean, just vagueness out of respect. Um, I was probably about nine, eight or nine or so. And um, my sister and I used to share a room when we were around that age. And so we were kind of laying there just about ready to fall asleep at night. And... Um, you know, we had kind of a dark hallway that just was out there and I could face it when I was laying in bed. I could look out and see the dark hallway into the dark hallway. And I was turned and looked, looking at my sister and, uh, she kind of was, she just got this look over her face. I, like people say, she looks like she just saw a ghost and she just kind of shrunk down and pulled the covers up over her head. And I was like, what's wrong? You know what? And I, I turned and looked and, um, there was a full bodied apparition of, uh, someone I recognized that was a close family friend of my mom and dad who was just standing uh, in my doorway, just looking at me. And he stayed there for a, maybe about, you know, 1001, 1002, and then kind of moved along down the hallway. And I, I can honestly tell you that I, I did know who and what I was looking at when I did, but to agree with myself that that's what I had seen was a little hard. And so I kind of gathered myself, I got up and I went in to see if, um, 
you know, just to see if my parents would walk down the hallway, just to see. And my mom was actually asleep in my brother's room. He was really young at the time. And so I had to wake her up to ask her that. And my dad was up in the front living room and he's also a, a large man. He has an entirely different build it, and it wasn't him. I, I heard him cough from the room and the way that the apparition walked was down the hallway towards the other way from where he was. So I can, I can debunk that. But, um, the, the fascinating thing about this story is I, I, you know, woke up and I told my mom what I had seen and who I thought that it was. And, um, that was really strange because a couple of days later we had found out that, um, they had found him in the mountains in his truck and he had committed suicide. And, um, so I would have seen him three days prior to when they had found him. And I also, uh, he was wearing a, a white t-shirt and, you know, blue jeans and sneakers. And that was also the same thing that he was found in. So, um, and, and to me, I mean, you've told me this story before and it's just, it's one of those things that like, I'm just so fascinated by because it wasn't it wasn't like you personally had a relationship with him that would have said like I need to come and show myself to her. No. Why I was why? Really, like it's just such a fascinating thing I don't like know. why would he manif why did he manifest to you? I don't know. Um and and you could kind of you you you've told me before that you could kind of understand yeah, and I mean, the way that him. I described the story just then was the very, like, basic, like, if I had to give a, a almost like a police report of it, how would right. you describe it? You know, that was just kind of the baseline. But, I mean, the truth of it is, is that, <clears throat> you know, excuse me, he kind of stepped into frame, and uh, he 100% made eye contact with me. And I know it sounds weird, but without any kind of speaking or really anything, I, I really understood the emotion that he was feeling. Um, and to be honest, at that point, it, it totally changed my life. That was something that um, just happened to me. Uh, it I was young, and it was kind of like, okay, this is real. That is a thing. Um, I know what I saw. I, I'm not questioning that. And... Uh, it, it absolutely changed my life from that point and my whole perspective on what I, you know, the way I look at life and do you, and everything. Do you think, I mean, obviously we don't really know how it works. Like if they can control, you know, I, I don't know if there's like a learning curve of like you learn how to be that yeah. entity, you know, but do you think maybe he, he was there because it was a family friend and he did, you know, Danny was able to see him because she was a kid because like a lot of times little mm. kids are like in tune with stuff you know yeah. like they pick up on things yeah and and they're like i don't know they're more in tune with like feelings because almost like they haven't had enough life experience to teach them that things can't happen yeah if that, that makes yeah. sense so like that, maybe yeah, exactly he showed up because he was like oh this is family friends he wanted to like s stop by because they're family friends mm -hmm. not knowing that you yeah. would be able to see him yeah that's you interesting know? i don't because I, I, I again i don't know how how that works as far as uh, yeah. being able to control I, stuff i don't understand the whole like, how does his energy know what he was wearing? I don't know, and like I that mean, to me is fascinating. And I, yeah. I think about that. How does it recreate it? Um, and is it because was it was it able to recreate it because it was fresh? Does the does the energy dissipate over time? Like, are you really strong there, and does it start to fade? And I don't know. I mean that that's one of those questions. That's one of the things about ghost hunting and about well, paranormal investigating, whatever we want to call it. Um, I guess you're not really hunting for ghosts. You're yeah. investigating paranormally, whatever you want to call it. Uh, 
it, I think that's one of the things that's so frustrating because you're like, okay, well, why are you this time you're a noise and this time you're an orb and this time you're well, a spirit box and, and this time you're an ovulus. There's also the sad aspect of it where, you know, we've been, we've been places and, or, and, and everybody has heard of places where they say it's a child spirit here. Yeah. And to me, I go, well, that's so sad. So you mean to tell me that, that if you die as a child, that you're stuck in this scary building for your entire, you know, existence. Yeah. Are you stuck? Is there and, boundaries and, or borders? Yeah, or? and that's so sad to me. But I mean, a couple of times I've asked a couple of different people what their thoughts were on that. Um, and again, it would be a personal belief, but people have said that in times where that has happened, you know, it's a fragmented piece of your soul. It's not the entire soul that so it's is like there. It's like a recreation of the moment. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that could maybe explain why sometimes you'll see people in the specific outfit that they were wearing because it's it's a moment in time. It's a fragment of time, a, a fragment of their soul that broke off that, it, you know, now the other part is incomplete. And there's there's people that will tell you about completing your soul and doing things like that, but that's a whole nother topic. But I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that I think that it's fascinating because there's no real rules, and and we've said this before that you can't be a paranormal uh, expert. Expert, really? Because an expert to me is somebody you can be experienced. You, right. You can have theories based on experience. You can have thousands of hours investigating the paranormal, and you can call yourself a maybe a specialist. Yeah, a but hypothesizer. You, but you can't. Right. <laughs> yeah. You can't be an expert because to me, like, if you're an expert marksman, then that means you're going to hit the bullseye every time. If you're an expert ghost hunter, that means you're going to catch a ghost and find one every time. Or there should be time. rules. You know, if you do A, then B will happen. Then B will happen, and right. There just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen that way. No. But every once in a while, you capture something that, like, blows your mind and you go, okay, what does this mean in the scheme of the universe? Like, we captured something when we were doing our very first episode. Uh, we we did an episode in, uh, in a, a town called Ogden, Utah, which is... Uh, Got a, a history of of having, you know, kind of a really almost wild west atmosphere back in the day. 25th Street had tunnels and brothels and all sorts of crazy stuff. So we wanted to investigate it. And we were down in this underground kind of a jail cell thing. And we captured, um, in fact, I can play it, but I don't know if the noise will come through. But we captured this, um, this orb that kind of flew into frame. And then it kind of looks like it hits an invisible wall in the middle of the room and then kind of like bounces off. Like if you threw a basketball at a wall and it would go, you know, bounce off. Or like, I like to think of it like a Pong, that old computer game. Yeah. You know, where the ball's like, boom, and it bounces <laughs> off the little thing and kind of, yeah, exactly. Ooh. Like, And that's exactly, Ooh. and it makes that it noise. It does make that sound, Eric. Yeah, It makes exactly. a noise. It goes, like when it hits, you can mm -hmm. hear it go, and I'm going to turn this up. So I don't know if it'll play. the basic idea is that there's this orb uh, that... I guess would hit something that Invisible, would be that, that would be a it. barrier to it, but would not be a barrier to, to us. us. And when so it does, fascinating. See, to me, this is one of those things where this isn't a piece of ghost evidence. I want a scientist. I want somebody who understands uh, the 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 dynamics of what it takes for something with mass to hit something else with enough energy to create a noise in midair and to make this thing like go like. Listen to this. The hell's going on out there? Right here. Oh, you could barely hear it. Right there. Oh. That was weird. Listen to it again. Maybe we can just isolate that. Oh, yeah. 
sounds like a little rubber band. It like, sounds like, like when somebody a, plucks a the, guitar uh, string. Yeah, like listen a, to it. Listen to it in slow motion. Even in slow motion, like it goes. It sounds like the the uh, the uh, springs used to jump on in Super Mario World. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it sounds like. Boing? It sounds like this. Boing? Boing? Like to me, that's one of those things where like I want somebody with a uh, you know a degree in physics to explain to me why a ball of light that in all intents and purposes, what most people will tell me that a, uh, uh, an orb is nothing more than a piece of dust, right? Mm -hmm. That it's not a real thing. It's a piece of dust or a reflection of light. Okay. Well, this piece of dust flies into my frame as a solid orb hits an invisible something with enough inertia to create a sound that my microphone picked up that went. Yeah. Tell me what that is. Yeah, and we'll Tell share what because, that is. And, and we'll share that video because you can actually see the orb hit bounce the thing, like, like, like bounce like, off of it. Exactly. Like, yeah, like it is affected by whatever it ran into there. And to me, that's so cool. Those are the those are the pieces of evidence that that make me like really go, okay. What is this? That's something that's physics. That's not just me going, look, it's kind of a face if you squint. And I mean, no. even if it's not a ghost, what is that? What is it? Ben, has there been a moment? Like, what was the moment for you? Because we did, we've done a few episodes. We did a yeah. few things prior to um, uh, filming our first episode of, of Ghost Hopping. We did a few residences, a friend of ours. Um, and then we did, uh, we started doing our episodes. What was it along the way um, through ghost hopping that kind of changed your mind? You know, there's there's quite a few cool visual things that I've seen, mostly on film. But you know, those those are pretty neat. But the one thing that really stands out was it was a bar we were at downtown that we never did anything with the footage. But I actually had a uh, we reviewed the the audio several times. But I had voices in my head that weren't mine, and they weren't any of you guys. That kind of freaked me out. Really, while we were there, while we were there, coming right the through end. your headphones, you could hear it. Or no, no, like it was. I thought I'd heard something that wasn't there, hmm. and then we reviewed all the audio. That that kind of messed with me a little bit. Mm. Yeah, that was the one where you got affected. Are too. you talking about yeah. Bar? Can we say the names? Sure, Bar Deluxe. Is that what you're talking about? Ben? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We that investigated was, that place. Mm, that was a really. It was a. It was a really. Uh, it was interesting. An, well, because we had gone through this whole thing and we didn't know the story. Yeah. That apparently. And again, a lot of these are urban legends. I didn't see a police report. I don't know it personally, but a couple people told us that there was a woman. So in case it's true. In case it's true. Out of respect. Uh, okay. But uh, that a woman, previous owner's wife or something, mm -hmm. had, had shot herself in the bathroom. Or, yeah, I don't. Or killed herself or done something. suicide in the bathroom. Yeah. And it was, anyway. Uh, and you, I know both of you, like you say that, but you were walking up kind of in that area and started getting yeah. like. Freaked out a little bit. Yeah, I uh, I had like an emotional breakdown. I mean, it just, it literally hits you like a truck, like out of nowhere. I was yeah. just walking. I was fine. And to be honest, we had another friend with us there. Uh, Kristen, our friend was there with us and we were kind of in the back. She got great. And, and she, uh, yeah, like they, they her pinched butt. her, like yeah. pinched her butt. Yeah. And I mean, like they, they said that that place had been a brothel in the past and that, you know, they had had a lot of reports of, of, um, things towards women aggressive and, and male yeah, aggressive energy. feeling male energies. And, but when I was walking up towards the front, um, uh, towards where the bathroom was and I had not heard about this, um, happening there yet, I just was immediately affected by kind of this, uh, energy shower. That's all I, that's all I can explain is it kind of showers over you and it's, 
you feel this intense amount of emotion, but it's not yours. It's not yeah. your own, but you are, you're like the uh, vessel for it. I don't know. And for those of you out there who've never had one of these experiences, when you hear people talking about male energy or child energy or female energy, to be honest, I can't explain it. I don't think any of us on, on the podcast could, because it's not something that you can really explain how you know that you're feeling a man or a woman or a child, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you do. You go, I feel something, and it feels f feminine or masculine. Yeah, in at the Bar same. Deluxe, it, yeah. I, I knew it was, I just said, it's feminine. And that happened to me down in uh, the Price location that we were doing down there. And That's right. I just immediately had that same thing happen where uh, that that um, intense rush of energy and emotion came over me, and I that one was a male. Yeah, I knew it was it was male, and, and it's just an influence. That's all you can really say. It's not like you feel a man touching you, or you just know that the energy is masculine, masculine or feminine. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. They slept with the lights on that night in the, <laughs> From, in the hotel. In <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that place got dark. I mean, I left the basement, but it got heavy down there. Yeah, Holy it, cow! It, what we're referring to uh, in and for those of you that have never seen ghost hopping. Um, if you just go to YouTube, you can see all the clips and all the episodes mm -hmm. we're talking about. They're all just on there for free. Yep. YouTube.com slash ghost hopping. And we'll post the episodes and these uh, featurettes and things that we're going to talk about. But in our second episode, we went down and um, kind of by accident ended up doing a building called the Tuscan. Uh, it was the place where I was performing that night. And we were on the radio mm -hmm. and just said, hey, we're looking to find find a place to ghost hunt. And the owner called and said, well, the place you're performing is haunted. Yeah. So I went right over and walked down to the basement with my cell phone and started videotaping and got orbs flying out of walls and what sounded like footsteps running around us. And I was like, we got to do this place. Not only that, you had an orb of about every color in the rainbow. Yeah, from, we were getting from... green and, and blue. I mean, they were, they were just really intense. And this basement, um, the building that we did... Uh, it was it was in, originally intended to be a, a, a multi-story hotel, so the basement was built to f to feature a lot more than just the, the the one story building that it is. So it's got this huge boiler room that's got these twenty foot tall ceilings, Jeez. and it's got a whole other yeah, bar Eric, down there. Would, it's like it's like, like concrete <laughs> and cement, and there's like at the end of one hallway, there's a, a little like a classroom that looks like an eighties or a seventies like. Oh, they do the drivers that down there, or no, the shooting shooting, shooting class. And that's next what it to is. it is a yeah. whole entire shooting range. This place is just dense concrete. It goes on. Uh, yeah, it was actually um, that go up nowhere. into the ceiling it's and just actually don't, a, like an the old Elks House? club. Yeah, it was an old yeah. Elks club, and so it had like the Elks club room downstairs. It, yeah, it was really nice. And it bar. was going to be a hotel, I believe, and so they had this huge foundation with. But it just you know, wasn't. Yeah, so like Ben said, there's all these uh, stairs that are just leading into the go ceiling. Nowhere, yeah, and, and we you creepy know, stuff, Christmas decorations, you know. Yeah, and and we just <laughs> went down, and we uh, we took you and. Carly, yeah, your she's sister, my sister. Yeah. Down um, in the afternoon, it was like three o'clock in the afternoon yeah. before the shows, and we didn't know we were going to film. Right? We're, we're down there <laughs> just hanging out in this. All the lights are on, and, and then this is all in the episode. All the lights are on, and we're just hanging out, and we're getting responses like, you know, hey, is anybody here? Hey, and the the, the spirit box just go hi, oh yeah. hi, how are you? Like on command, it was really friendly, and then out of nowhere, just with like I I, me I remember the camera pans over to you. And you're laughing, you're smiling, and then you just kind of go, and you just are completely overcome with emotion. Like yeah, sobbing. like, yeah. You had to leave. Yeah, like, I had to get out of that room. It was that bar area, and it was just, it was, oh, it was, it was heavy. It was just sitting on you. Yeah, like, and like I said, it just hits you just out of nowhere. It is so strange. It's only happened to me twice. And um, honestly, we've been ghost hunting a lot. And the, the things that do happen to you, um, 
are seriously out outweighed by things that don't happen to you. I mean, it's rare that things happen to you. So, yeah. I mean, to have these two things happen is pretty incredible. I and think. that that's something to be said about paranormal investigating is that it's not like you guys got to figure that when, you know, somebody like Ghost Adventures or us or whatever, we go and we, we make a 42 minute episode of a show that is hours, hours, 12 hours of footage of shooting. I mean, mm -hmm. you spend, you go on a ghost hunt and you're going to probably spend two or three hours sitting in the dark getting one thing. Yeah. And that's why I know when people go, is it scary? And you go, no, not really, because if something happens, you spend the next hour and a half trying to make it happen again. Again, exactly. What, am yeah. I crazy? Did somebody grab me? Did mm -hmm. we just see somebody or did we not? Was it, I don't know how many of those things we've gone, you know, Whoa, whoa! Did I see that? Did that happen, or was is in my head? Do it again. And if there's so many that you have to question, we're like, eh, we've got better stuff. It'd be like to use stuff that it's it's really hard to question. Right, and and to be fair with with like when we're doing an episode, and you'll you'll be there because we'll we edit the damn thing in our living room. Yeah, Ben, and, and you're sitting, <laughs> we're, we're sitting on the couch, and Danny's in the kitchen listening. But to I mean, there's so many times when Ben and I will go, "That's not clear enough. That's not a good yeah. enough orb. That's not a good enough thing." We throw away more things in an episode than we use. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but but for every. For every spirit box response that's on command or everything like that, there's a few moments where you're like, it just changes what you think about the concept of these things. One of the most, um, uh, I don't know, one of the ones that stands out to me the most is um, the end of uh, episode one, uh, which was one of my favorite. Phantom Menace. Uh, <laughs> which was my favorite spirit box response that we've ever received. Um, we were... Uh, we were sitting in a sushi restaurant on 25th street and we, we had the spirit box out for those of you that understand what a spirit box is. It's really simple. Uh, you've probably seen it on television. All it is is an AM FM radio that is geared to cycle through radio stations. So if you were turning the dial on your radio station and you landed on each stop on the dial for a quarter of a second. Yeah, it's super rapid. So it's just, if you were just turning it, just going scanning through stations. And what this does is that it kind of makes a, a rhythmic noise, like a of just white noise. And the idea is that you would never get a full sentence or a response on command because it would be the likeliness of spinning through the radio and getting a full sentence that was answering what you were talking about. Plus it's never on one station long enough for it to be a full sentence, right. you know? Yeah. And Unless it was just a, a random, it's a wide enough spectrum that it wouldn't be able to bleed over either. Yeah. 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 Now, um, we, we were sitting there and we were just kind of, uh, we had, we had gone up to this sushi restaurant. We, we, the way we'd found our locations, we just kind of walked down the street and walked into places and like, is your place haunted? <laughs> you know, that was really it. I mean, we didn't have any other method. We were just like, is it haunted here? And we walked like, past. She is taking me to dinner first. <laughs> well, and that's the funny thing is we'd walk past there and there was food sitting out in front of the restaurant and we thought they were for the homeless people. And we went and asked cause we thought it'd be funny. And it turned out that it was actually for uh, the ghosts. It was an offering. And we were like, great. Do you mind if we come in? <laughs> yeah. So we were sitting around. Um, we were sitting around at this large table uh, using our spirit box. And we got a few interesting responses um, that came through. Uh, and one that really changed my mind or changed my life, really, about everything we were doing. Um, we're sitting there and there's a whole bunch of responses coming through. And then you hear this voice come through and it just goes, how's the ghost hunt? That clear, that loud. How's the ghost hunt? 
And to me, that is the most remarkable spirit box response in the history of spirit boxes. And the reason I say that is because it proves to me, like, okay, first of all, whoever said this, number one, he knows what we're doing. We're looking for ghosts. We're hunting for ghosts. He can reference it as a ghost hunt. So then I have to say, okay, well, well, then what does this guy think he is? Does he know he's a ghost? And if so, is he going like, is he saying that like he's teasing me? Or is he, or does he not know he's a ghost? And he's asking, but if he doesn't, if he, he doesn't. sounds pretty genuine. Like, right. hey man, what's up? But if like, he's, if how's he's, it going? But if he's a ghost and he's saying, how's the ghost hunt? Is he like, hey, we're right here. How's the ghost hunt? Or <laughs> You'll is never he, get this. You'll never get this. Yeah, yeah. But then it breaks out. Then he got it. Yeah. Yeah. My brother Bilos. But, uh, sorry. Um, but to me, like, I gotta go, where's this guy asking this from? Can he see me? And if so, what are we to him? Are we humans? Yeah. Is he like ribbing us? Like, Hey guys. I always wonder that. Like what ghosts see us as? Like, yeah. what do we look like to them? What am I? Maybe they have devices. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? You know what? Oh, man. But, but where was, where was that coming from? Where the, the intelligence behind that, the intelligence behind them saying, you know, how's the ghost hunt? Yeah. Like, that to me, it shows they understand what we're doing. They understand the word ghost. They At understand least that what we're ghosted looking for. anyways. But and then again, that begs the question: Well, how come there's varying levels of intelligence for different energies or spirits? You know, how come some can full on speak to you, or some are full bodied apparitions, or some right. are just an orb? Or... I don't. I don't understand any of it. I just remember driving home and listening to that with you like twenty times in the car. Here, I'm trying to. I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to. All I could think about was we'll never top that, so we may as well just stop. <laughs> That's our life's you work peaked. right there. We're done. We're not going to top that. <laughs> we did though. Let's yeah, see. I think I have. We've had here. some. We've had some really cool things. That we've been lucky. We really have. How's the ghost hunt? Yeah, can we turn it up and play it one more time? Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna review that right now because I just heard how's the ghost hunt at the end of that. And then before that, there's somebody that, that goes, there's lots of spirits in like a Scottish accent. It's wild. Yeah. There's lots of spirits. Listen to that. If we wanted to go down underneath the restaurant, can we go down there? There's lots, lots of, of spirits. spirits. Yeah. Do you hear that? That says there's yeah. lots of spirits. Yeah. What if we wanted to go down underneath the restaurant? And then here's where it says, "How's the ghost hunt?" Down there. There's lots of spirits. Yeah. Will I see you if I go down into the tunnel? How's the ghost hunt? Yeah, it's How's it. the ghost hunt? It comes yeah. through plain as, as day. Listen to that. <laughs> Holy yeah. How's the ghost hunt? And to me, that's one of those ones that like I can't I can't explain it because it's so it's so specific. You know, it's not just and it's hey, long. Yeah. How's the ghost hunt? Like that's when you when you figure the scans, that's gotta be That's like ninety one to ninety four. Yeah, that's Im that's impressive. That's an impressive, impressive capture. As far as I'm concerned, that's one of those ones that blows my mind and keeps me up at night because I gotta go, what did he mean? What do you mean? Like like, how does he think it's going? Yeah, like, yeah, like, how, yeah, you know? like, well, can you, are you a ghost? Can you come in here and move something? It would be yeah, better like, if you showed up. Yeah, yeah up like, here, up here. I, I mean, there's been some, there's been some really, 
you know, and we've got really specific stuff. I think our approach kind of takes a more conversational approach. We're not like out there like we make contact with us. We just try to talk, you know, like because yeah. if they're people, then just talk to them like people, yeah. you know, relate to them like people. But that to me was one of those ones that like really did some stuff to me. Yeah, I wish I could have heard that in person. I was not there for that, <sighs> that one. Was, that was that was a nuts. Tears. That one was nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, Eric. Have you ever had an experience? Uh, I think, well, the story that I told you, uh, when I went to that prison or whatever in Boise yeah. a few weeks ago, I was in Boise, Idaho, and there's like an old prison from like the 1800s. And it's like surreal because it's like the way prisons are in like movies. There's like a giant wall and there's like guard, like it's, it's weird. Like it's, yeah. it's like you um, see in old movies. And, uh, so you can like take a tour. So I was like walking around and like, I wanted to have like an experience you know, like I wanted something weird or creepy to happen, you know, because it's like there was murders and rapists and like they you could go and like see where they would hang people. You know, they just let you walk in and look at it and and all that. So I remember like the first few buildings are just skeletons because they're like so weak. You can't walk through them yeah. like they're just being held up by cables. And then I got to like solitary confinement and I was like, oh, this is going to be like creepy. And it wasn't. It was just a building. Like, I walked in, and it was like, it's surreal, because you're like, these guys lived in here 24-7 in a room with no windows. They couldn't see any light, and they were just, this was their life. And you're like, that sucks. You know, it's a tiny little room, like, half the size of this studio. And, you know, I was like, that's weird, but, you know, nothing. And then I got to, um, like, the laundromat, and I was like, I don't want to walk through the laundromat. Like, I don't care. And I was like, well, I'm here. Like, I might as well, like, hit up all the buildings. And as soon as I walked in the laundromat, just, like, a bad feeling you know, and, um, like I was in there by myself. Nobody else was there. There wasn't a lot of people there at the prison, but as soon as I walked in there, just like a bad feeling, like, Oh, bad people are here. Like mm. I did not, it just was a bad feeling. That's the best way I can describe it. It's like, it's like being around people, like, you know, doing things that, you know, your people shouldn't be doing, you know, and you're like, I just want to get out of here, you yeah. know, and it was the laundry room, you know, and it was the only building in the whole prison, like the, the, I mean, the scene where they would hang the noose, you know, and the, the drop door was it's creepy. creepy by nature. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know, cause you're like, dude, there are people died, died right literally here. Died yeah. right there. You right. know, their bodies hung there. Um, but the laundry room was the creepiest room in the whole prison for me. Like I walked in and I was like, I even said out loud, I was like, ugh, bad people were here, you know? Oh. And that's and then you get you get back here, yeah, and you find out that that's where like a really horrible, horrible murder took place. Yeah, you were the one who told me that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I didn't know that before. I just walked in and, and the laundry. I didn't even want to go. I was like, I don't want to go to the laundry room. Yeah. I don't care. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm gonna you know hit up all the buildings while here. I got time to kill. And it was the it's just a bad feeling. You yeah. know, it's like that's so bad crazy stuff you picked up on that. Eric. But and but and that's why to me like I I believe. That this is energy based, like it, you know, we're we're in tune with other people's energy and vibes, and like, mm -hmm. if you're open to it, and again, as a comic, I, you know, I like to say that, like, that's why I think ghost hunting works so well, because as a comic, our jobs are to stand on the stage in the dark and connect with people we can't see, just by reading a room and feeling the dips in the emotion and the connection that you have with the people you're talking to, and I think that's the exact same way that we approach ghost hunting. Just sitting there and reaching out and feeling the ebbs and flows of a room. And so it's interesting to me that as a comic, you were able to walk in there and pick up on like the 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 vibe in that room, yeah. you know, as opposed to other places. Ben, what's the what's the, what place has given you that creepy feeling like that we've been to that just left you with that pit in your stomach? Definitely Price, the Tuscan for sure. There was that 
couple spots just like that. You walk through them and it just grabs you. Felt bad. Just felt yeah. Negative. Yeah, intense and stuff. If you go, go watch the go watch our price episode. Go watch all the ghost hopping episodes. Actually, and we'll post them on uh, Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, and whatnot. But uh, that episode ended really rough. That episode ended really, uh, really brutal. And it's one of those ones was like for me. It was, you know, we've talked about this with with me and Danny have talked about this where you kind of leave and you go, you know, I don't want to believe that it was all like some sort of weird spirit possession attack. Like you almost kind of go, maybe, maybe everybody freaked each other out and that's and what it was. And we'll, ne- and we'll never know, you know, like that's why it, it's just, it's hard to ever assign until you get something that's like fully intelligent. Like how's the ghost hunt? And you go, okay, I can't explain this. Or I can't explain this ball of light that makes a noise. Or I can't explain, you know, there's, there's been a few things that we've got that where I'm like, I, I can't, I can't explain that. I can't. I can't even write that off as just a coincidence that we were scanning through and we happened to go through a radio station that said, how's the ghost hunt at the moment we were doing. I can't even give it that kind of coincidence. You know, it's just, there's, there's certain ones that kind of make you go, okay, there's something to this. There's something intelligent behind this. When, like when we were in Gettysburg and we asked and said, uh, what president is this? And there was a bust of Abraham Lincoln and like within 10 seconds, we just got Lincoln, like as plain as day. And you go, well, fuck. Okay. Now who are you then? Great. If you can answer that question, can you come out here and move something and show me that you're a ghost? Why? That's another great example of of footage we didn't use because it just wasn't quite good enough, but we got some pretty neat stuff there we didn't use. In Gettysburg? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we were there all day and, and, uh, I mean, you know, what was the, what was the girl's name? And we used the who shot me part, but it had like a. A lead up to that. Oh, uh, you're talking about um, the girl that oh God that got shot, and the only one that was shot in the. It is. Uh, we, I, we were in the Farnsworth house, and Jenny Wade. Jenny Wade. Yeah. Jenny Wade, and we got we cut the part, but there was a part. But it sounded like I said it, something something Jenny Wade. Yeah. who shot me, and we used we used the who shot me, but I don't think we. The, used other, the other part was like scattered, and it, it was, was just a little scattered, but it was there. Yeah, I mean, there's, and that's the thing is that you you, you go and oh sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say, I mean you. We, we talk about like sometimes it's orbs and sometimes it's voices and sometimes, I mean, do you think that just like there's like laws, you know, like gravity, if I jump, I'm going to come back down to the ground. But in that like realm of where these things different live, physics. yeah, there's like, there's different laws that they have to be, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for that they have to n- not obey, but that they're just like Abide subject to. By. Yeah. Yeah. I, because they can't do certain things, but, you know, well, they're just, they don't have the, the mass it, or whatever it is. It to just do never stuff. seems to follow a certain pattern, Eric. Yeah. I mean, and maybe it's because we don't understand the laws of, uh, their dimension, mm-hmm. but it just, it never, like you never go, Oh, an orb will only ever do this or right. Or, mm-hmm. or why? Yeah. Like, or, you know, there's times where even like someone's camera will be, filming something and their eyes will see a full body apparition, but the camera will only pick up an orb or vice versa. And you go, why are two different Mm. mediums picking up, you know, seeing something in such a, why, you know, why does our video camera pick up an orb when our eyes don't, or why does, it doesn't make any sense. Like why Mm. some, you know, why, why does one recorder work and another EVP didn't pick up the same, you know, you can have two devices and only one picks up the EVP and, Mm. and that doesn't make any sense. We've, I mean, and, and how, how can a group of people, you know, like I, I did a last Halloween, I got hired to go to, was it Maine? Yeah, I think so. I think I did two schools in Maine and, uh, for Halloween, like 30th and 31st and and they would hire me to come out and do a comedy show and then do a ghost hunt with them on campus. 
The first college that had a creepy old house that was like, they were like a religious college and they had a basement and crawl spaces and all of this. And we went Did they have spiders? Spiders. Ugh, I'd rather have ghosts than spiders. <laughs> Me too, um, actually. But I mean, it got to a point where like, at first we took all these kids around and they were a little nervous. And then like towards about an hour and a half in, and this is how most ghost hunts go. The kids were like, oh, I'll hang out down in the basement. This isn't scary anymore to me. I've been down here for an yeah. hour and a half and nothing's happened. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, leave me down here by myself. I'm fine. And we spent two or three hours going around that house. And, I mean, kind of an orb here, an orb there. You know, maybe a spirit box response. Nothing crazy. Next night, I uh, went to another college. And they, I said, okay, cool. Where are we doing our, our hunt? And they said, well, we, we never really had anything happen. We don't have ghosts here. So, we just thought it would be cool because it's Halloween. And I, we thought we'd hang out in the gym. And I was like, great. We'll just go hang out in the basketball court. <laughs> and so I get done with my show, and we walk into the basketball court, and I just start handing out equipment. I'm like, here, you guys go play with the ovulus in that corner. You guys go play with the spirit box in that corner. And you guys, here, just go over there and take pictures. And you guys go over here and do, you know, so I just split them up. And I ha- we hadn't been in there three minutes. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. Literally three, maybe five minutes. And all of a sudden, the group that was taking pictures starts freaking out. Oh, my God, dude, you guys see him? Holy shit, he's right there. He's right there, you guys. And so I immediately, with my instinct, before I, so I'm not like, all right, people coming up with a story. I start splitting them up, you know, get them away from each other. And I asked them all, and they all kind of described, they saw a man in a suit walk out of the wall, and then he kind of walked out, and then just walked and disappeared. And they kind of described it like a coach dressed for a game, you know, how he'd walk out in a suit and just walked out on the court, and then just disappeared and i was like okay cool did anybody get a picture you know because they were all snapping pictures and one girl uh did end up getting what looks like and the funny thing is it's exactly what danny's talking about they all saw a man in a suit they physically saw they could describe what he looked like and then somebody got a picture and it was the shadow outline of a man standing not quite as detailed, not face, not suit, but their brains. And I wonder if that's a thing. Does our humanity sometimes interpret the energy into something that we would have like, like if, if your mom or dad had seen what you had seen, would they have seen the same thing? I don't know. Um, my sister saw him the way that I saw him. So, um, so it's possible that it was just what it was. Yeah. And it's, I, it's so undefined. I don't even know where to begin when it comes to that kind of stuff. Was that the moment for you where you were, and obviously for you, that was the moment where you're like, and real. Oh yeah. I was like, okay, so that's, what was that's the moment, what was the moment for you, Ben, when you went, oh, I have, this is real. Like the, the definitive moment. I'd have to say price again. Price. I'll say though, um, our, our trip to Trolley Square, there was some pretty, pretty neat stuff there as well. Yeah, Trolley Square really is like, an interesting place. Oh, yeah, we got some really good. neat orbs out of that place. And we got some really good responses. Orbs and and, and real Conversational. Cool interaction. Yeah. I mean, that, that place was one of those places where, you know, you'll go somewhere sometimes and you might you go for an hour, two hours, three hours, and nothing with your spirit box. Nothing with right. your ovulus. But you'll get orbs and pictures. Other places you might not get anything visual, but your ovulus is going nuts. So it's it's weird how some things work. Um, you know, some of our, our adventures are more geared towards a certain piece of equipment. Trolley was one of those ones where we got orbs that you took pictures yeah. of. We got spirit box responses. We got 
flying three-tiered snowman looking orbs that you filmed on on Weird camera. Weird and you you got one. Did we use the part that you had? That came to yeah, that was, was like, like same a time? weird bl- yeah. And then um the sound guy we used on that episode cat had the weird moment where we were in the bar. We were in a bar. We actually heard that. It was yeah. like a disembodied. But, then it, then it kind of went away. It was like it was we only It was like I I like yeah. to liken it um unto uh when someone like plugs in a jukebox into the wall and it kind of like like yeah. comes yeah. back alive. That's exactly like, what it sounded it like. It sounded like we were at Green Street and this is we're we're talking about the Trolley Square Mall here in Salt Lake. Um, for for those of you that are listening nationally, Trolley Square Mall is a very old mall mm-hmm. here. Uh, and historically, um, it's known for being well over 100 years old. But in 2006, there was a mass shooting there mm-hmm. uh, that claimed the lives of, of a few people as yeah. well as the gunmen. We didn't really discuss, dis- talk about we, it in we our tried episode. To stay away we tried from not that. to talk about it. Because but, there were a uh, lot of other things that happened that were that I, I don't right. think coincided with that in any way. There were a few things that we can say coincided with that, but I mean that place is just alive and active and old as shit. Yeah, I mean it's it's well, it's really crazy. It and was cool, but um, we were we but were. There's a bar there called Green, Green Street. It's shut down. Mm-hmm. It's this multi-level bar. It was completely shut down. They kind of shut it down overnight. And so when we were in there, there was still like you know. Salt shakers on the yeah. On the, I mean, there wasn't a lot of stuff, but there was a few little remnants, remnants of, of, of the bar. what was going on. Yeah. But we were coming down from the top, from where kind of like the the ballroom, a couple of the dance floors, and another couple sets of bars were, and uh, yeah. we were all coming yeah. down, and uh, it kind of just sounded like the upstairs came alive, like you could, it almost like you could hear conversation and glasses yeah. clinking, like music. Like I said, we like a jukebox was just plugged into the wall, and the whole just place kind of went, you know, came. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just went down. And and then it just faded. Like, I mean. Yeah, Dick caught it on his on his headphones. Like on his uh, (laughs) his, his boom. And he was like, whoa, 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 guys, 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 do you hear that? (laughs) And and then we all stopped and listened to it. But it was weird because after we'd listened to it, not not when we were there, it wasn't there. Yeah. Like it it's almost like we heard it and then it and then it didn't. Well, Dick said that he could he could definitely hear it in his headphones. When we play it back, it's it's so quiet. But I mean, it was like a disembodied. Yeah, event. turning up of the meaning, it was a weird thing. You know, meaning we were hearing yeah, it with it our weird. own ears in the environment. Um, we, you know, that's a trip when you hear something that's in your environment. It's like what happened with us with Andrew on the news. Yeah, KSL, uh, right? Yeah, the Bagoosh incident. Yeah, um, the Bagoosh. The bagouche. Yo, that's another thing. Go ahead. Well, yeah, because we were we we did this thing with the news, right? And we we the news called me. This was like two years ago, and um, uh, a fan friend of ours worked for KSL. They were looking for something to do for Halloween. We're like, hey, we'll find a place. And so the news called us and said, hey, can you guys find a place to ghost hunt? And we said, sure. We had um, we had done uh, keys on Main which is a bar on Main Street here downtown uh, once before. And so I'm like, hey, well, I can call them last minute and see if we can come in. And they were really, really nice and agreed to let us come in. And uh, Keys has this cool basement underneath it. But if you go through this door in their basement, it actually walks around to this outer hallway that's in this even older part and that walks around to... Kind I mean, of, we were walking past the spider webs spider and like boards we- over yeah. holes in the floor. Like it was, it was, it in, was it's not, we were getting down there. It was musty. Yeah. It, I mean, we were walking through a real, I mean, people aren't, you just don't go down there and start walking through where we were at. Um, but we were down there and we were getting, yeah, spirit box, little things. It was nothing. Yeah. And the way that it worked is when you come around the corner, 
okay, so you kind of come around, you make a left, and you come into this little opening. And then there's a, some stairs that go up to the other parts of the buildings that are connected. And then there's a room. There's like a little opening, and then there's a hole in the wall where you can walk through to another part of the room. But there's an invisible barrier where, like, the other person's property I think is. it leads to the library. The bookstore or yeah, whatever that's right like that. there. And so if we were to go but too it's a far, laser alarm. we would set off their motion sensor alarm yeah. and it would sound like we were. So we couldn't go into that room. Yeah. So we're in the room that we can be in. In fact, it was upstairs. So we couldn't even, like, it was a little area that started going upstairs, walking up a flight of stairs. So we couldn't well, even walk up the flight of stairs. It was kind of, of around the corner. The, the stairs were on the right of us. Yeah. And then we had that little room in the front with the, with the bookshelves yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but I'm saying you couldn't walk up those stairs. Yeah, you couldn't even go up those. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we're sitting in there. I don't know why we're describing this like anybody knows what the hell we're talking well, about. Well, the reason why the reason why we have to describe this is because we couldn't go to where the sound came from. Yeah, I, I get we're, that. We're I'm trapped just saying. in this room and around a corner from us in this room where we couldn't go, we heard a straight up voice come out of nowhere, and uh, we all at the time it sounded like I don't know. I mean, we all kind of assumed it went hello. Well, I'm sorry, but Except I'm going to stand alone on this and Danny say I was crazy. And Danny's like, I didn't hear it say hello. I heard it say something else. And I'm like, well, what do you think it said? So we go back and we start listening to it. And sure enough, it it says, uh, I've, I've listened to this thing a dozen <laughs> times or more, two dozen. And it says, Bagoosh? Maybe it was an orb. <laughs> I, I don't know. In it fact, says Bagoosh. Bagoosh? In fact, here, I think I have this. Well, oh, I hope you do. I do. Let me, let me find... Let me it's find my where it says. Word and to say. I, you know, I'm like, I Bagoosh. I know I heard Bagoosh, but I'm like, what does that mean? That's not even a word. Like, if I tell people this is what I heard, you sure and we're you didn't on the say news. The gooch. <laughs> the gooch? But, you know, and I'm like, we're on the news, and if I like, you know, vouch for what I think it says in front of everybody and think it says Bagoosh, they're going to be like, see. what crackpot investigation team are you? <laughs> Let's you know? see. Evidence came on our way out. You in here? <gasps> Whoa! What the hell was that? Whoa! Did you hear that? Yeah. The response on our cameras and audio recorders no. was low in real time, but all six of us heard it like it was in the room with us. A man's voice, clear as day, in the dark of night. Magnified with our software, it sounded like this. You in here? With their, their software. Their software made it worse. Here's the, here's the actual clip again. Steve. Steve. They like you, dude. Hello. Yeah, Steve's sorry. name came out of the spirit yeah. box about a dozen times. Steve. Steve. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it fits after me or if it doesn't like me. If it likes me, I don't know. Steve was their cameraman. I just don't know. Our most startling right evidence came on our way out. You in here? <gasps> Whoa! That's Bagoosh. Yeah, that's Bagoosh. That's, that's plain as day Bagoosh. <laughs> and the biggest thing about that is like, Bagoosh? What? what? And we looked up a we thousand things. It. Yeah. That and was we, a cool part. We heard it like in the dark. Like it was not coming through the spirit box. It was like a Even man was there, in the room. You can hear it like in yeah, the room. Yeah, echo within the room. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But I mean, Bagoosh? like then you ask yourself like a ghost that was down there, a spirit conjured up enough energy, right? To say something. And what does it freaking say? Bagoosh. Bagoosh? Right? I probably I would be the ghost that says stuff like yeah. why would he say that? I mean Scary I did I looked it up to see if it was like a different language of you know something I, I, a name anything I was trying to look for something and the only thing I could really find on it was um, bagoosh meaning like a, it's kind of like a slang word for like your prerogative you know like oh you know that's my bagoosh it's yeah that's my bagoosh <laughs> like I I just like to bagoosh yeah you know. 
You know, the best thing that we heard that was that we all heard, we all heard the same thing, was the bowling pins. Yeah, at uh, at Price. That was pretty cool. Um, we we were we well at the end of at the end of that episode, we we kind of get chased out of that place in the sense that we we could tell it it wanted us to leave. Yeah. So we're sitting there trying to do our wrap up, and I'm trying to do my on camera wrap up of of all right, guys, we got to get out of here, blah blah blah. You know, so we have a bookend to the end of this episode, and it sounds like. And they had told us they were going to build bolt. They wanted to build a bowling alley in the second floor, which was it never was in the done. Plans, they just never finished. And they yeah. never finished in it in this in the hotel. Right, we're back at the yeah, Tuscan. Yeah, at the Tuscan. Yeah. And we're sitting Tuscan, there. Excuse me. And it sounded like somebody rolled a bowling ball across the floor and into a bunch of pins. Like yeah. you just hear it go. <laughs> yeah. It was nuts. And or the the cannon blast we captured at Gettysburg. Oh, yeah. oh that's such a good yeah, one. Can you play one. that? Yeah, our cannon blast that we I'll captured that. at Gettysburg. I actually. I have, well, I guess it's a question I can open up and I mean, nobody knows cause you know, it's not a science. People don't study it like in books and stuff, but like, all right, let's say everybody has energy who's ever lived on earth, which means that there's energy like caveman energy or wait, let's make it easier and say there's like pioneer energy. Utah is known for pioneers. So like, does that, does that guy see his world like it was when he was there? Does he see, like, could, there could he, be a pioneer. Does he watch the world age? Yeah, like, exactly. Does he see his field and keys on Main and that room, and he's like, I'm just going to go plant some good I don't know. Seeds. You know, there was, there was a... Like, how does that work? There was a story. I've heard some stories. Uh, there was one um, about... Uh, this guy at Gettysburg who was on the battlefield. I was just thinking about this story. he, all of a sudden... Like four soldiers grabbed him yeah. and dragged him off and were like burying him, throwing him in a pit and we're going to bury him. And he kind of came back from the experience, yeah. but he was like, can visually remember being dragged away by soldiers who were going to throw him in a pit and bury him. Like he was just a body. So was he caught in like a time thing where they were? Yeah. And that's one thing I can say about Gettysburg or like when we went to Eastern State Penitentiary or when you go to that prison or when you go to someplace like Trolley Square that's got a lot of history, but especially a place where there was death and there was battles. It is like we talked about. It's heavy. It sits like there's an energy yeah. and a density to the actual air itself. That's just fascinating. Um, um, but I just wanted to say something real quick. Mark, we've been talking. We've talked about this before, but Eric. When it comes to that, like, you know, we've kind of said, well, then how come nobody's ever seen like the full body apparition of a Tyrannosaurus yeah, Rex right? just like plowing down Main Street? Because that would yeah. be amazing. Right? Yeah. Right. I mean, maybe that's where the Godzilla um, uh, folklore or, or story or origin story or whatever came <laughs> Somebody from. Somebody saw a ghost Tyrannosaurus <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in Japan <laughs> or, or I don't know where it was at. I'm sorry for the horrible movie reference. Japan. Okay. Yeah. Well, fine. I. Nailed it. I lucked my way to that one. Um, but yeah, I don't know why we haven't seen like a saber toothed tiger just up on a cliff or like, I, I don't know why, why if there were living things like we don't see more energies or maybe we do. And I, I've kind of talked about that idea is that maybe there are ghosts everywhere surrounding us, but it's only in the places where we know to look for the anomaly that we notice them because, you know, if we're in a, a haunted house that's yeah. deserted and the, and we know there's only supposed to be six people and there's a seventh, we're like, well, we can clearly say that that person is out of the element and not supposed to be yeah. in the picture or like, you know, but if we're at a crowded mall, there could be 
just a dude standing by the garbage can and we think he's just a dude but he might yeah. be a ghost but yeah. we're not knowing to look for the yeah. anomaly within right. the the scene or like, the, uh, we always end up like we always go to buildings like you said but like yeah in reality you know 200 years ago you know that street out there that i drive the car on could have yeah. been you know like a, a a native american village a route for the pony express yeah, or you know? whatever and so yeah. it's like right in the middle of the street there could be stuff you know yeah, exactly that's that's why i think that the, there's very I, I don't put a lot of stock in the word haunted you know i think places are more active i think yeah things pass active by. is a good word but the fact of the matter is is this stuff is literally everywhere that was kind of the point we wanted to prove with ghost hopping was we could walk down a street and walk into a, a building on on 25th street in ogden and this building has ghosts that we get some of the most re- crazy responses and the next door to the to the sushi restaurant that we got all that crazy activity was a tattoo parlor and the guys yeah. like nothing's ever happened here ever I've been here every night till 3 a.m. I've never seen or heard anything. So yeah. why? You know, and you ask those questions. Um, Gettysburg, you know, I mean, obviously the the battle, there's so many haunted locations there. But we were just walking around and we kept hearing like cannon. It sounded like musket fire and things like that. And the and if you watch the episode, you can kind of see the setup. But we were. You should watch that episode. We were, it's really good. We were in our. Thank you. Uh, we were in our. Um, in the car, we were kind of waiting for dark because we were like, well, we don't want to leave because we were at a place called uh, uh, Devil's Den, Den um, which was just kind of right by the forest. And we wanted to go into the forest as soon as it got dark. And um, we were there in December. So it got dark around 5, 445, 5 o'clock. And we had another two hours that we could spend in the dark. So we were sitting there chilling like, OK, let's not leave because it takes a while to get back to anywhere. It's a huge park. And we were well in the heart of it. And so we're sitting in the car and... We'd been capturing distant sounding cannon blasts all day. And while we're sitting in the car, all of a sudden we heard one that just like literally shook the car. Like it was so on top of us. People go, well, what, was it a deer hunter? No, nobody's hunting deer in a national park. Nobody's with shooting off guns this loudly <laughs> yeah, in a, a national park. <laughs> we're deep within, we're deep he's within like a lined park. Up and he's got the little. Tss. And it was so loud we could feel it. But. So we hurried and jump out, and that's what you're going to hear here is that in the context of the story, we, we, we jumped out, and Ben flips the camera back on. I'm trying to get my mic turned back on, and that's when we captured this cannon blast, which came out of the sky. Amazing. Um, spare box. I'm grabbing everything. Okay. Bike back on. Back on. We're going into the woods. Jeez. Are you serious? And here's the While re- the first two cannon blasts we Here, captured my voice were impressive, over. but distant, <laughs> this one is loud and clear. I did that in there my closet. There is no doubt that this sounds like a <laughs> Civil War era cannon but here's a few being fired of it. right on top of us. Mm. Good stuff, Ben. And that 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 echoed through the sky. I mean, that was like something that was so loud it was like it it hung in the sky. Like the way that you hear a firework go off and it reverberates. It doesn't just go away. It's not just a small little noise that fades. It's a it's a, a, a echoing, long lasting, reverberating sound. I mean, I can't describe that stuff other than then things get trapped in the the density of 
of time and space that for all, you know, for what we know is tangible it, and it, 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 it is a real thing. It's funny that the, the, um, spirit box, the one that was like, how's the ghost hunt? Like that guy was 100% aware of what was going on and like his situation. But it seems like some of them don't have any idea. No. Like they're still fighting. They, right. have no still yeah. they have no idea. No idea what's yeah. going on. There was a great like, EVP that somebody got in a field. Um, it, like there was a plane crash. I want to say it was like maybe Philadelphia, and she was out in the field where the plane crashed, and she caught an EVP that somebody said, "Did we crash?" Like somebody asked that. I was. I've heard that EVP. That oh, yeah, to me is creepy. fucking nuts. There's like, also that great video that's uh, from Gettysburg as well that the people have of like the, um, the person looks like the soldiers just walking in a line like they off do the, off into the, the yeah into the woods up and, and the, into the woods. There's a lot of great ghost evidence out there. In fact, what we'll do is I've got um, on on the uh, ghost hopping YouTube channel. I I've added a lot of stuff to our favorites list. Um, and there's a lot of ghost stuff on there. So I'll share some stuff. I'll tweet some stuff yeah, out as well as some of stuff cool that we have. There's lots of ghost stuff out there. A lot of experiences that we've had ourselves and that other people have had. Yeah, but- I mean, there's so many. The the pink lady uh, pictures that came through. Um, the one in the in the house. Oh, that is now demolished. It's now demolished. Oh, yeah, well, there's a great. bunch we should out tweet there. Those pictures I'll, I'll tweet it. I'll, I'll link cool. all that stuff out there. Um, one of the most interesting, and I, and we'll just end on this one. Uh, this is one of the, my my favorite things that we've ever captured. Uh, because of the fact that I think it's so relevant. Um, one of the first things we ever did was a friend's house of ours where we went over and he was having all these weird experiences. And he ended up um, you know, seeing apparitions and we captured a whole bunch of orbs. We've never really released a lot of this footage. We've released uh, the orb. We have this a great shot of an orb that, fl- that develops and flies out of our spirit box and off camera uh, and flies off camera. But this one, um, we had a, a laptop sitting on the bed and uh, we saw after we were done like this brick of sound that turned out to be what we thought was a gunshot. Um, and then we tracked it back and we found this lady's voice. And we've, I'll, we'll tweet this out because it comes with subtitles, what we think it's saying. You can listen to it and, and hear some of these words that you think it's saying here. Um, we call this the gunshot EVP, but this is about it's 40. It's a little, it's, it's a, a bit of a bummer. It's All a bummer. Right, just, this is sad. Just uh, I don't know if this is a suicide or a murder or what we captured the remnants of, but you can definitely, no matter what you think this woman's saying, there's some things that are very clear, some things that are up to kind of what you think. you can think, pick up on the emotion. But there's a Definitely. lot of emotion. This is called the gunshot EVP. The children. I hear my daughter. That's one of those ones that to me, like, you know, that that's not just where you get something and it's that's a that's the same woman talking. And, and you guys crying got and that while you were all sitting in the room, correct? It was mm-hmm. recording on your laptop, right, Ben? And it was quiet. Yeah, we, yeah. we would like talk, we would just sit and let it. So it's it something that was happening and being recorded while you guys were all just sitting in the room. Yeah, and, didn't hear anything. Yeah. N- nothing. The way we found it is that we we saw that brick of noise that that turned out to be that bang. Yeah, and we we traced it back. And there was little remnants of her kind of coming through at other times too, but that was the main, big chunk the main of, chunk. And, mm. and, and, you know, and again, you just kind of go, and we looked into it. We even asked a friend of ours who was a cop to look into if there'd been a murder or a murder suicide mm-hmm. or any kind of something that happened in that place. He couldn't find anything. So it's like, I don't, 
And I mean, and then you go, well, do spirits travel? And yeah. They kind of just come in and out of different locations. I've always wanted to go back to that place and be like, hey, hi. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't. You I can't know. just go up and go like, hey, I don't know if you know that you live in some place yeah, that was haunted as shit. you don't want to plant that seed. Like, yeah. you, don't, you don't want to terrify them and have them be thinking about that every single night that they yeah. go to sleep. But... But, but to be fair, and let's let's put it out there, let's end on this and say that, you know, for the most part, ghosts are pretty cool. They're not really scary. I mean, in the sense other than like if you if you're scared because they're not alive. But it's, if you think but if you think about hopeful, it, hopeful, really. Right, right. If you think about it, right, ninety nine percent of the people you meet in your life are super cool. Right? They're all cool people with cool energy and they're 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 really it's it's rare that you meet somebody who's like a just a dick. Right. So if ghosts are just that, like if I died right now, I would assume that my energy would still be the positive kind of chilled version of who I am. It wouldn't automatically be like, oh, I'm dead. You know, like I wouldn't go to that instantly. Mine would be like Woody Allen. Yours would just you. You would be the most <laughs> annoying haunt ever. Just constantly. Hey, hey <laughs> All I hear is the same song being whistled incorrectly over and over again. Um, but no, oh, I mean, I think most most of these things they just you know people say I don't want to open myself up to that, but I feel like if you're in connection with the energy that's around you, whether it's people that you interact with because they're living or the energies that are there because they're not living anymore. I think that it's a positive thing. And and to be honest, just speaking for myself as a non-religious person, I feel like I'm a much better person now because I feel like if I'm living and my energy is what I live behind, then I want to leave behind a positive vibe. I want to leave behind an energy that is good. So I'm actually, I'm not living for heaven or an eternal reward or something like that. I'm living for the idea that my energy I want to improve uh, my energy and leave behind a positive energetic ripple in this universe, no matter what it is. So to me, like uh, it's made me a better person believing that uh, energy is what we leave behind. I think it's super positive. Uh, it, again, take out any kind of religious aspect of it and just say any way you want to cut it. Um, if there are ghosts or there's energy, then something exists after we die. Yeah. Something in us goes on. And I mean, you can think of it that like that too is not, that you're leaving something behind, but if what we transform into is energy or something like that, and it's our job in this existence, this plane of existence, to grow and to change and to adapt to what our energy is supposed to be, um, I think it also has to do with uh, what you invite in. If yeah. you're willing to let in good or if you're willing to let in bad, and if you go out on a ghost hunt and just decide that you're only al allowing... Um, the negative. The negative or vice versa, the positive. But I mean, I think... Yeah. Well, and that can be said for life, you know? Yeah. You, you, you act positive, you put out positive energy, then you're going to get positive back. You're going to attract positive. And I think that's true whether we're talking about the paranormal or we're talking about life. So All the bowl of Cheerios. It's all the same. I have no idea what that means. It's all the same. Uh, Eric, you got anything you want to say in conclusion? Because we could talk about this all night. There's a million things. We could talk about every episode of, of ghost hopping for an hour by itself, the experiences that we've had. I would say go watch that stuff. Um, we'll tweet it out. But uh, Eric, you got anything you want to close with? Uh, I'm hoping tonight I can summon the power of a uh, succubus before bed. <laughs> An S-U-K-U-S? Let us know. We'll come over and get some good footage. Yeah. We just, you just see this orb, like, bouncing on and off here. It's going back and forth. Ben? I'm good. I got nothing. Well, thanks for being here, and yeah, thanks for thanks, talking ben. about this stuff. And, and uh, you know, it's it, it's always one of those things where it's like, you know, people think you're crazy if you believe in ghosts or also, if you believe in this stuff, but... 
Ben edits all the uh, ghost stopping episodes. So Ben's a hell of an and ed- he's an he's really awesome. So I have to give him a shout out to for be, that. He to does. be honest, Ben Ben and and is is ghost hopping. You know, it's like yeah. he shoots it and then mm-hmm. we, we sit down and I and I go. And he puts I up like with that. And then yeah. he puts up with me while <laughs> yeah. he does the yep. technical stuff. So yeah, uh, all praises to Ben, the uh, the the unseen hero of ghost yeah. hopping. Thanks. You're welcome, bud. We'll make sure people go and check out Ghost Topping. Danny, you got Not anything? because it's ours, but because we actually have uh, some really good evidence. There's really that, good evidence. I mean, that's really all it comes down to. We're I proud like, of that evidence. I that's, like watching it for the mere fact that, yeah, yeah you kind of go back and you can see these moments that were real, genuine, and and, yeah. uh, and you can trust us on that. Uh, absolutely. Babe, anything you want to say? No, uh, I'm good. <laughs> keep, keep believing. <laughs> Don't uh, stop believing <laughs> in ghosts. In ghosts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On this journey that we're on. Uh, All right. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in. Uh, Share with us your stories. Tweet us, uh, Facebook us, Instagram us, anything. If you have pictures, you got to capture a ghost in your house, video evidence, a story you want to share. Know a place that we can investigate. Yeah. I mean, within, you know, our location. If you're in in the Salt Lake City area, because that's where we're based out of is Salt Lake City, Utah. But if you're in the area and you have access to a place that's haunted, that's one of the things people always go like, Oh man, you just, I want to go ghost hunt with you guys, and I'm like, man, I want to go ghost hunting with us guys. Yeah. It's hard to find yeah. places that number one are haunted, or number two will let you come in and investigate them. Yeah, some places that are haunted as shit in Utah, and you can't get anywhere near them because they don't want to let you. So, what are you gonna do if you have access to something? Let us know. If you got stories, share it with us. Uh, once again, thank you very much for joining us here at the Area 52 facility, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next time. <laughs>